0: Welcome to My Aligned Purpose, the podcast. I am your host, Nicole McClellan. I'm a mindset expert and NLP business coach. Together with my business partner, Kayla Pilecki, we founded My Aligned Purpose, which is a coaching and educational training company for women entrepreneurs. I am so obsessed with learning and teaching everything to do with mindset, manifestation, entrepreneurship, and money. My past experiences as a high school teacher, yoga and mindfulness instructor, world traveler, starting and retiring a nonprofit organization, as well as writing a best-selling book, F All Led Me Here, on the MAP podcast. I have always been told that I have this really special way of blending science and spirituality when it comes to mastering the deep connection between our bodies and our minds. My goal on this podcast is to show you the limitless possibilities that await you in your business and your life. I aim to inspire, educate, and have really juicy conversations with other women entrepreneurs to inspire you to live life on your terms. Tune into this podcast for your weekly personal development. You will feel well-equipped with strategies, inspiration, tools, and magic to go about living your best day. Because after all, how we spend our days is how we live our lives. So are you ready to master your mindset and get rich in the process? Thanks for tuning in. Hello everyone, and welcome back to season four of My Line Purpose, the podcast. I'm your host, Nicole McClellan, and I am so excited that we are back here, and it is the first TGIM episode of 2022. We definitely took a break over the holidays, which felt really nice. And as promised, the first episode of this season is with my fiance, Jeff. So we did a little bit of a poll on Instagram to see what people would want to hear about because I get asked all the time how Jeff is, how I found somebody that's so into mindset and shares so many of the same values as myself and how did I manifest him and all of these um, things that you've been curious about. So we figured let's just kick off season four together. So I have Jeff here. He's going to come on. He's going to introduce himself. And Jeff, I'd love for you to just share with everybody a little bit about like what got you to this particular point in life. So welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, and thank you for having me. No, we've uh, definitely made it a point to get this podcast going and get me on here to discuss how I've had mindset shifts. I can definitely say that I haven't always thought this way. So over the past year, it's been really great to focus actually on myself more than what's happening out there and break the stigma on things. So I'm really excited.
0: Mm. Okay. And so not everybody knows us, but you know, are you from Victoria? Where are you from? How did you end up here? Have you always been an entrepreneur? What got you to this point in life where you're at?
1: So I'm originally from Regina, Saskatchewan. That's where I was born and raised. And I was always into violent sports. So I played hockey, I wrestled, I played tackle football, but my true passion was rugby. And that's what actually brought me out here to Victoria, BC. So I have traveled a bit around the world to play rugby, but I always knew that I wanted to come here and play. And now I don't play anymore. Uh, But during my 20s, I went to school for business and marketing and I knew deep down inside that somewhere I was an entrepreneur, but I wasn't 100% sure yet. But here we are.
0: Okay, so I'm sure that most people that know me know that Jeff has his own business and it's called Figs Mobile Detailing. And he does automotive and marine and
1: RV RV and mobile homes. And mobile
0: homes, yeah. So um, that all came to fruition just within less than a year. So for those of you who are a part of our community, membership that we have which is currently called coffee club changing its name to the collective every month we do a different book and we do challenges around that book and they're primarily based on money mindset entrepreneurship and this month we are doing dr joe Dispenza's book breaking the habit of being yourself and jeff and i have been talking about this of you know what habits have we had to break in order to become the entrepreneurs that we are? Because we weren't always entrepreneurs. So we had to become somebody different to be who we are today. And, you know, and we're always evolving. So when you think about um, being somebody that for the prime primary focus of your adult life, Uh, you were an employee to an employer, and now you are self-employed. What would you say has had to be one of the biggest habits that you had to break to make that shift?
1: Well, I just want to point out that my word for 2022 is evolve. So Mm. that's a strong word for me. And uh, I definitely see that as something that I will be encompassing all throughout the year. Uh, One of the biggest habits I definitely felt i had to break was relying on an employer to pay my bills having that mindset that uh there are that every job that you get that somebody's hiring you is secure is a secure job but Mm. it's not always the case so you can make being an entrepreneur a secure job just depends on what your outlook on the business that you're creating is
0: yeah and i think it also means that security has to be a high value of yours. Like, I think that the majority of people carry both security and freedom as a value and one trumps the other. It might only be a little bit for me. I care more about freedom than I do security. And for people that like to have a secure job rather than the risk of feeling free, that's their value and that's okay. And it's not right or wrong. Would you say that you've shifted from valuing security to valuing freedom
1: yes definitely and I think it all started earlier in 2021 when you wanted me to have more freedom of time for us Mm -hmm. and really focusing on the fact that I was working 12 to 14 hours a day and I wasn't really being present for us to have time and quality time together it really started to unfold once we had a discussion, a coaching session actually with you, about what is holding me back from following a passion and creating that into a business, not knowing exactly what that business could be, but starting to really look deeper and saying, are these things that you could create into a business? And if so, would that free up more time For us, for yourself, you won't be coming home so tired, you're not working six to seven days a week, that amount of time just to make a certain X amount of money, Mm. when really it shouldn't be the focus is money, because that comes
0: Definitely one of my gifts and talents is, is to see what people's, um, like zone of genius is. And as much as the work that you were doing, you were helping people and you're really good at that. You know, when the question came down to, and we ask many people this in our coaching calls is if you could do anything all day, every day, what would it be? And if you're not currently doing that, then the big question mark is why. So, the work that you were doing was helping people. And if you could get paid any amount of money and do anything all day, every day, you were like, Well, I actually, you had a laundry list of things. You're like, I like doing this and I like doing this. I like doing this. And one of the things came up to be like, You're really organized. You pay really close attention to detail. You like cars and vehicles and boats and all of those sorts of things. And you're like, And I actually have all of the skill set required to be a professional detailer.
1: Yeah, and I definitely in my past jobs over the last 15 years, I have had a lot of experience working with agricultural equipment, automobiles, marine equipment and RVs cleaning, but didn't really think of it to make it into my own personal business. And it's probably because I just wasn't set up with my mindset I was insecure about starting my own thing I didn't believe I had the funding available and then I just got rid of that fear mindset and I just went right into it after I was held accountable Mm. and that was through our coaching session
0: yeah and so you know for those of you listening it was a formal coaching session we sat down I set it up the same way I would coach any of you and uh gave Jeff uh accountability homework. And it's like, you know, with anyone. You can take the accountability, you can take it or leave it. I'm not going to like come and slap you on the hands and say, like, you said you were going to do this and you didn't do it. If you really want something, you'll work towards it. And you really wanted the freedom. And I mean, we're going to get into this talking about like money is being energy, but in the in Jeff's first month of being an entrepreneur, you had your biggest financial month that you've ever had. And so it's, you know, and he could have never predicted that beforehand, but it's because he was in alignment with his purpose, my line purpose. This is what we're all about here. But I know a lot of you listening are like, oh, but I'm so afraid. I have so many fears around starting my own business because I've been there and I'd be lying if I said I still don't have fears like, you know, fear creeps its evil little head every now and again. It's about how you respond to that fear and what you do with it. So what were some of the fears that you had or still currently have about being an entrepreneur?
1: So one of the first things I can definitely say when I started my business was, is the money going to be coming in? Mm. And like, money what, fear, right? Exactly. People
0: have money fear.
1: Yeah. So is there a consistent income coming in, but what is a consistent income when you're an entrepreneur? Really it can come from all different angles and it depends on what angle you're taking towards your business. So how are you marketing? Who are you bringing in? Are you spending money to bring in people that have more knowledge to create a professional platform, like a web developer or a marketing team to really uh, make a really good digital footprint for you. And obviously I took marketing in school, so these are things that I kind of knew about, but I definitely still had to do my homework, made sure that I uh, was investing in myself and really investing my time. Okay, let's
0: pause there investing in yourself, I think is huge. And it doesn't actually cost money. Like you're saying a web developer and these sorts of things, because some people start their business or want to start a business. And they're like, I don't have the money to start a business. And we're like, no, I'm going to call bullshit on that because you don't need money to start a business. I don't believe that to be true, but you do need to invest in yourself. So what ways do you invest? And what ways did you start investing in yourself?
1: So for the first time in my life, I really cons- consistently, at the beginning of last year, got into practice of yoga, practice into meditation, practice of uh, sharing my gratitudes, practice of journaling, practice of speaking very particularly to a higher power you know whether to people out there that's religious or what or what philosophical philosophical, it could be anything but for me I was just speaking to a higher power because words are very powerful Mm -hmm. and then I was putting my thoughts to paper consistently so it's amazing when you go on social media platforms like Instagram and you see accounts like business logics or entrepreneurial accounts They always say when great ideas can pop up at any time. So it could be at 2 a.m. It could be at 2 p.m. But at the end of the day, you should have something beside you, even if it is your phone and you have an app where you can write down notes, Mm -hmm. just of anything that is inspiring and that you could adapt into your business.
0: Mm. And so, you know, when I met Jeff, he wasn't a journaler or a meditator or any of these things that he just mentioned and um it definitely wasn't me forcing anything i uh, you know i'd be curious to know um what did you notice was working for me in the way that, you know, people often, I'm in a lot of, okay, I'm going to backtrack here. I'm in a lot of these like Facebook groups, manifestation babe group and stuff like that. And people write in and be like, how do I get my husband to get into manifesting? And everybody's always like, you can't, you can't force them. All you can do is show up and be yourself and role model it. What were you seeing was working for me in that I do some of these practices quite diligently that you just shared? And what was it that seemed appealing to you that you wanted to take it on?
1: So when we first met, thank goodness that we met (laughs) because I love you so much. Mm -hmm. I was gifted a five minute journal and in this five minute journal, if no one's familiar with it, it has an affirmation at the top of the page and then it asks you to share three gratitudes, which could be anything. Mm -hmm. So when I first started, I wasn't someone that was used to sharing my gratitude. So I would just say, I'm grateful for water, clean water. I'm grateful for clean food. I'm grateful to have the ability to drive a vehicle. Mm -hmm. So these are all things that to some people they're like, Oh yeah, these are things we do every day. But in the grand scheme of things, we are grateful to have those abilities. And so I would see also that Nicole was journaling consistently. And then she would explain to me how important it is to journal and why it really helps her get through tough times that she can share her thoughts to paper. And then I started to do that. And it really changed my whole outlook on how I lived my life. And I started to actually get rid of negative thoughts on the paper. And then eventually, as I kept journaling and continued and was consistent with it, then my journaling was positive thoughts. And I just got rid myself of a negative mindset, even if it was a fraction.
0: And you really got into scripting.
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I definitely did.
0: Yeah. So I mean, you've seen some great manifestations come to life that you once scripted.
1: Yeah. I mean, as mentioned earlier, you're discussing that the first month of my business was the most successful month financially. I, yes, financially, that's the result. But at the end of the day, the abundance of what surrounds that financial accomplishment is far beyond money. Mm -hmm. My mindset uh, had shifted and I really matched the belief that I could do this on my own and that I can create a product and a business that. Is scalable and that people believe in, and it really helps me stay driven.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, so when you think about the fears of being an entrepreneur, so you know, I think a lot of people are going to be able to relate to your fear of like, is this actually going to make money? I think that's probably one of the number one fears. What would you say to people anyway? They they've got the money fear, and what would you say?
1: There's a lot of money out there, so make sure that you're in the right mindset and that you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people and people that will support your your mindset.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I'll just do a shameless plug. Just take our money course. It's inside Coffee Club. Such so a steal.
1: <laughs> it's amazing because as a male who isn't involved in Coffee Club, I've seen such a significant growth in Nicole and her business partner Kayla, and. I've seen the growth of my line purpose and it's been such an amazing, amazing thing.
0: Okay. Um, so we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, manifesting. And so some people have asked like, Oh, how did you manifest Jeff? Um, because I've definitely talked about that. And so, I mean, to keep it simple, I used the tool of scripting. And so scripting, which is what we're doing inside of Coffee Club this month, it's a scripting of future you. It's when you choose a date in the future and you write it out as if it's already happened. So it's, uh, or as you write it out as if it is happening. So it's present tense, I am statement. So I am feeling this way. And I kept writing about the energy of the person that I met how I felt when they walked into the room, what it was like to be around them and their friends and them and their family, the energy of that person, how we spent our time together, how we felt because every manifestation truly comes back to a feeling state. So it's like people like, well, I want to manifest millions. Okay. Why? Cause then I want to buy a house and I want to go on trips. Okay. Why? Because I want to be able to do those things in life. Why? Because I want to feel successful. Oh, okay. Because you want to feel a certain way. So everything comes back to a feeling state. So that's, um, you know, I scripted about essentially Jeff for about six weeks, how I felt when I met this person. And then we met through an online dating app and we just knew right away. Hey,
1: we did. It was, uh, an amazing evening and I'll never forget it. So now on our year anniversary we did the same yeah the same walk
0: we met up walked along the beach and all of that great stuff so you know Jeff is I would say like a lot, him and I have talked about this. A lot of men don't have the conversations about being vulnerable or mindset or manifestation. Um, and, you know, I would say some of the growth that I've seen in you has been remarkable. What are some of the things you feel like you've experienced uh, in the past couple of years as you've come into this version of yourself?
1: That... I have to be vulnerable, that I have to be open to new ways of learning and developing different habits, not necessarily if they're better habits, because everybody's version of habits are different. But for me, I knew that a change had to happen or there had to be a shift in the way that I was doing things because I wasn't growing in the current status that I was in. Mm. So I was earning for growth. And it just wasn't happening. So I trust my intuition. Uh, Basically, what ended up happening was after our coaching session and you and I having strong discussions, even before we had this coaching sessions of why is it that I'm working so much and how is it that I'm going to free up more time so that we can live the dream life that we want. I really took that to heart and I started to really think of ways that that could be a possibility.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Trusting your intuition is huge. And I think a lot of people, and I think more so in the men's space, trusting intuition is not a hot topic.
1: I can definitely say that with some people that I would share how I've shifted with, they can't they wouldn't relate right away they don't understand they did they wouldn't even want to ask questions because they didn't want to know but I wasn't pushing that on them because you can't force somebody to change they want to do that for themselves so uh, unfortunately it's made me shift my energy away from those individuals that I thought were in a supportive role in my life
0: but Mm.
1: at the end of the day I'm not sitting here
0: boundary boss
1: and making I'm I'm, I'm (laughs) setting those boundaries I love it you know and and at the end of the day you do need to have boundaries and if people aren't supporting your growth and supporting your vision they don't have to be a part of the vision but if they're there to support it then yeah keep them around but if they're not there and they're not necessarily being super negative but they're just not in in alignment with your vision Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm
0: Okay. Another question that we got when we did the Instagram pool was how do we deal with conflict? So I just want to start off by saying that if you know me, I am fire through and through. So in (laughs) astrology, my sign is Aries where like the Big Bang fire coming right at you in um Chinese um zodiac zodiac i'm not just tiger i'm fire tiger fire tiger and in uh like vedic Vedic practices my dosha is also fire so i am fire 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 i'm hot headed i love to be right Um, I like things to go my way. I like to uh, dictate the way things go. And I will be the first to say in past relationships, I loved to get an argument going. Like if somebody didn't agree with me, my past partners didn't agree with me, it would become a full blown heated argument that I wouldn't want to back down from. And then I meet Jeff, who's you're so calm and level headed And I mean, as everyone can hear, his voice is like your tone and your cadence. You like never raise your voice and you're super calm. So I would say to to answer my side of this, how do we deal with conflict? I did a lot of work before meeting you, my own self work to be a better person, to be a better partner. um, And also, I've learned to match your energy. I know that you're not going to argue with me and you're, well, you're not going to raise your voice or yell. So I'm not going to be the one to do that. And so I would say with you, the biggest shift I've noticed in how I deal with conflict with you versus how I've always dealt with it in the past is I it's not about being right anymore it's about being happy so I'm like okay how do we resolve this so that we both walk away feeling happy I actually don't care about being right anymore and that's a, that's a huge thing for me and how would you say what's your perspective on how we deal with conflict
1: so just to go back on the zodiacs I'm a Sagittarius and
0: you're also fire but I you're like am, a candle flame I, <laughs>
1: I can be a blowtorch and I have to be, but uh, for the, for, I'd say 99% of the time, I'm quite calm. And I really love to communicate in a calm manner. So obviously people have arguments, they have disagreements, and I've also seen a lot of change in you with how you take feedback I would say because I don't feel like we're the type of couple that criticize one another we stay positive and it's not always welcomed immediately but also I've received feedback from you and we put each other into you know a a thought we we think it through once it's been acknowledged so dealing with conflict for us has been amazing. Like we communicate extremely well with one another.
0: That's the biggest thing. It's communication. And I think you and I, we both kind of communicate like coaches rather than assuming and making judgment. We're, we're asking questions instead. Like, why do you feel this way? What did I say that is triggering you? Like rather than blowing up and assuming we're actually just asking questions and figuring it out.
1: I can definitely say that I've learned a lot of that methodology of talking things out from you because you do ask really good questions and i felt that that's something that i had to bring into any disagreement that we had is to make sure that i'm asking good questions and that i'm not drawing conclusions and that we're giving an opportunity to talk talk out our viewpoint on it and even if i don't agree with it it Mm -hmm. just means that you know we're moving on with the process and we're making sure that we're happy and that we're kind. Yeah. during the whole the whole discussion.
0: What would you say is different about you in our relationship versus like what you were like in past relationships? How what is different? Like how do you show up?
1: Well, I definitely address the elephant in the room. I obviously I'm a fire sign, so I do want to just get the negative whatever it is out of the air and just get right down to it. But I can definitely say that I have a, a higher level of patience with you because I've never been with anyone like you in my life. I've never met anyone like you in my life and I never want to take you for granted. So I may, I make sure that whenever it is that I'm addressing something in our relationship that I'm doing it with kindness and compassion and that I'm never attacking you.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't be down for that. <laughs> <laughs> I would say what's different about me is just like yeah like what I was saying is I I could keep an argument going you know people have said to me in the past that I would make a really great lawyer but I don't want to be a lawyer in our partnership I want to be a, a loving partner so I'm not here to be right anymore I'm just here to be happy and be in love.
1: <laughs> and happiness is definitely never underrate happiness because at the end of the day that's how you want to go to bed and that's how you want to wake up
0: mm. oh that's a good segue before we go to the next question is um so jeff and i make sure and i think this is for every couple and individual like if you're going to bed in your own bed not going to bed angry or stressed. So, or stressed and uh, one of the ways to feel the most abundant and the most uh, happy and in align, alignment with yourself and with your purpose is to practice gratitude. And so like he was mentioning earlier, he started off with this gratitude journal, a five-minute journal, and we've actually turned it into a verbal practice. So every single night i don't think we miss a night we always <laughs> laugh about because then the questions just keep going but we always say what are three things you're grateful for and then we might add in uh what are three great things that happened today and what's something you would have done differently we take the questions from the five minute journal and then jeff really start to take a spin on it and would say what are three things you love about me today and
1: that's every day that we share that.
0: With <laughs> and it we share that every day so what are three things you love about me today
1: I love that you are a very successful professional and that you take your work serious, but you also have an amazing time doing your work. I love how great of a dog mom you are because Mm -hmm. our dogs are amazing and I know that we both love them unconditionally, but you are an amazing mom to them. And I love how you communicate. You are by far one of the best communicators I've ever met in my life. Thanks. What are three things you love about this guy?
0: Um, okay, I love how... Genuine, you are, like you're truly genuine. If you guys don't know Jeff, he like legit picks up the phone and dials people like it's 1999 and calls them to wish them happy birthday, tell them he's thinking about them. Um, So I love how genuine of a friend and family member you are. I love your voice and I love your imagination slash big vision that you have like I'm a big dreamer and um sometimes that can be a lot for people and you are also a big dreamer so it's really fun because we can create big dreams together
1: we're just manifesting the life we're gonna have yeah sorry the life that we have yeah so we definitely make it A priority in our day to check in with one another and to always say these things because they're really important in maintaining and balancing our relationship every day
0: Mm -hmm. yeah okay so that's how we and then in the morning we do the same thing uh what are three things you're grateful for today what are three things you're excited about for today three things that you love about me today um, so, you know, these are great conversation starters. You can have them in a chat with a friend, with a family member, with your loved one. Like if you notice that the people that you talk with the most often it's gossip or drama or complaining, switch the narrative up. switch the, switch the conversation up and start talking about gratitude and higher your vibration and your frequency and just fucking feel better.
1: Or really focus on What are those people bringing into your, into your energy? Are you giving your energy to that? Because that's what I was doing. And as soon as I focused on not giving my energy to people that were gossiping or always talking about their dirty laundry, it shifted my mindset big time.
0: Yeah. You have to air those people. It's just like, you can't, if your cup is full, even if it's full with like shit, you don't want to drink, then you can't pour in more stuff. So you've got to like make room. You Yeah. And you also can't pour from an empty cup. If you give all of yourself and you've got nothing left to give, well, then, you know, you're depleted. So a question that we got, and this was really interesting for me too. Like, I really sat with this over the holidays. Uh, One of the questions we got was how do we focus on our careers as we're both entrepreneurs? So obviously we both have dreams and visions about where we want our business to go. And for me, I feel like, oh, I've always wanted to be with an entrepreneur. Like this just feels like a no brainer. It feels easy. And I gather that that's, it's not easy for everyone. And so for me, I feel like the way that we focus on this, because as you know, my business is a hundred percent like virtual digital. So it can work from anywhere. If we want to up and move to Mexico tomorrow, we could. And Jeff's business is uh, location based at the moment currently. And so when I think about um, the, the big vision of where I would like to see my particular career going, it has a lot to do with being creative and being flexible. And at the end of the day, if I'm not, my number one value is freedom. And then after that, it's connection. If I'm having the dream job of my life, but I'm not feeling connected to Jaff, or I'm not feeling free in what I get to do, that it almost doesn't feel worth it. So I know that um, being here and focusing on my business in Victoria on the island, even though sometimes I want to like move away to somewhere where it's warm and sunny and that's not possible with his business at the moment, I would rather be here and stick with him and grow our businesses out this way than not be with him at all. So I think it comes back to how we deal with conflict. That could be a conflict of like, oh, I want to up and move all of the time. But then when I really think about it, I'm like, I don't know if that's what I want. I've really been enjoying stability and and security and, and a home base. So I don't know. Maybe I'm not really answering the question the best way. I think for me, how do we deal with both of our careers as being entrepreneurs? It it almost feels like something I don't have to deal with. It just feels natural and easy.
1: Yeah. And you're in choice at the end of the day, you make a choice that you choose me every yeah. day and I choose you. every I day. I choose this
0: relationship
1: that we choose this life. We choose how we live, how we proceed our day. Yeah. So for me, it's always checking in with one another that our goals and our visions are aligned. These conversations that we have, which we not, have
0: daily there. Yeah.
1: They're not just like checking in with each other each month. It's when we feel we need to have these conversations, which could be every day could be twice a week, but they're pretty common. And at the end of the day, we decide that that's what we want to talk about with one another. That's how we communicate the professional side of our lives. But we also know that we are just so in love with one another and we make sure that that's present as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think we're each other's like biggest cheerleaders. Like every time, you know, somebody signed up for platinum, I'd be like, oh my, somebody else signed up for platinum and then we would you know cheers and celebrate and all that great stuff and me getting to witness you start and grow figs and it grew so fast so quick it's like I'm so grateful that I got to be a part of that and witness it and so it just it feels exciting I feel like when you're in a partnership whether your partner is an entrepreneur or is um, employed or a mix of both or maybe they're not employed like you know whatever the category falls into with career I think at the end of the day uh, it's about when you take stock of where you're rating everything in your life if it doesn't feel good the if the partnership doesn't feel good because of the career stuff it's probably actually about other things and the career is getting the label for it
1: yeah I mean ultimately I became an entrepreneur because you shifted my mindset with just some questions that you use for your your clients it's something that you're really good at you're very good at asking the right questions and that really shifted my mindset so the fact that we are both entrepreneurs now I'm it ma- has made our life so much better like today I woke up I wasn't like oh I have to go to this
0: we woke scheduled up, we...
1: job I'm like oh do you want me to make you breakfast and, <laughs> yeah. oh are you walking the dogs today yeah or whatever we,
0: we went to a sadhana practice together and came home and had coffee together and yeah it's been glorious yeah
1: and i would never have implemented meditation into my routine unless someone like yourself would have shown me what it does for you and how it gets you going for the day. Mm. Ultimately what meditation is for me is it's really clearing any type of little stress that I feel is building up and it's giving me time to release that. So it may not be for everybody because I can definitely tell you that before I met you, I wasn't a meditator. I wasn't a journaler, but I was somebody that was manifesting without even knowing what manifesting was.
0: Well, and this is the thing. We're always all manifesting. It's about what you focus on expands. And so you started to realize, oh, I think about that thing a lot. And then it happens.
1: Yes, definitely. And, I, and I'm no different than some five-year-old kid that has a dream because yeah. we all have a child inside of us in we're always going to have that child for the rest of our lives because we like Nicole like you mentioned we I support your big dreams you support my big dreams we seem to find this point where we meet with our dreams and we're living into the reality that's coming to us Mm -hmm. we're not in this reality we're in we live into the fact that we are going to be where we aspire to be and that is enough for me to believe that where we are we're in alignment.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, uh questions that I ask everyone are uh how do you know or, or what do you believe is your purpose at this season of life and then how do you know you are aligned with that purpose. So, right now at this particular time in your life, what would you say feels like your purpose?
1: My purpose is to create a brand that leaves people joyful and happy from the result of their service to relate to the everyday vehicle owner. So what I mean by that is when I've done my research into my industry and my business, a lot of things that are going to showcase are lug- luxury cars and cars that I don't see every day on, on the road, but what my service is, and just, this is just my vision is that I do want to be the person that's servicing the everyday person mm-hmm. because
0: relatable.
1: I, because I'm not a person that drives a Lamborghini. So I want to make sure that the people like myself, have a service of someone who wants to come and service their vehicle or I don't even own a boat but I love to clean them and mm-hmm. I love to make them look pretty and
0: beyond them
1: and beyond them and I don't own an RV but I want to make sure that people have a clean looking RV inside and out for their families because that's what I'm envisioning is that these people are going to go enjoy this clean RV that I made possible for them because they're gonna go on a two week to a month camping trip with their family. So I'm envisioning a broader picture than just, I'm going there to service somebody's unit of some sort.
0: Mm. Okay. How do you know when you're in alignment with that purpose?
1: When the customer reaction is how I expected it to be based on the effort that I put into the service.
0: Yeah, you get people that are blown away with your work.
1: Yeah. And it shows in reviews. It shows in the follow-up it shows in people booking me again. It shows into people referring me. It shows in people acknowledging that I'm, that they see my advertising and that they like my marketing technique. Mm -hmm. So yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. And who are some people that, um, have inspired you?
1: So, Mark Groves, who is on Instagram, create the love amazing account to follow. I would highly suggest people following because he has messages that go beyond relationships. It's just a good way of having a good mindset, building that Tim Grover. If for those of you that don't know Tim Grover is he has written many books, but the one book that I read by him is his most recent called winning He was the strength and conditioning coach for Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and Dwayne Wade. Amazing book. Just explaining on mindset again, it just seems to be where I'm going with my reading material these days, but it's been amazing following these authors. Amanda Francis, who wrote Rich as Fuck, amazing book. I actually listened to it on Audible and it has definitely made me more aware of matching my vibration and knowing what that means because before you even read that book and you start hearing that in the book or reading those words in the book you're like what does that mean but it goes into deep, deep detail into it and I would highly suggest it I want to break the stigma that you know men need to read more material out there from female authors hmm. because and women, I
0: and women who talk about money
1: yeah you know and then you tell me about the book because you are the only person I know that takes notes reading books <laughs> I don't know obviously a lot of people that read books and takes notes but Nicole takes a lot of notes whenever she reads books and I find that to be a great thing because she gets inspired. And at the end of the day, that's what we all want to aspire to be when we're taking in new information and knowledge. So, yeah. And uh, Mel Robbins, High Five Habit, amazing book. And uh, for you, for our guests that are listening to this podcast, definitely suggest the High Five Habit. Will Smith, I've been following him my whole life. If you actually read his biography from where he started to where he is now, He's huge on mindset and, of course, the GOAT, Michael Jordan. I mean, we've all watched The Last Dance. Well, I hope you've watched The Last Dance. But
0: Love The Last Dance.
1: It's an amazing documentary that they said it was about the Chicago Bulls, but really it was around the mindset of the greatest basketball player of all time in that era.
0: Mm -hmm. When we think about the people that have inspired you um and everything that we've been talking about today on this um episode we're talking a lot about entrepreneurship a lot about what it means to be in relationship with one another um to be in a conscious relationship to be in a relationship where we wake up and we choose one another where we're on pretty much the same vibration like i have down days and you have down days and then that's why we're a great partnership because we lift one another up so like you know, really the whole topic here to like tie this together is we're talking about how you can cultivate happiness daily, like choose happiness, cultivate it, grow it by shifting your mindset. And so, you know, just some of the last little things, takeaways uh, for anybody who's listening, uh, what do you suggest as not suggest because for each their own, but what has been working for you to shift your your vibration shift your mindset so that you can choose happiness daily
1: so definitely the more positive things you talk about so what I focus on expands so that's huge like I have changed my rituals to meditating journaling sharing gratitudes communicating properly uh, always sharing my fears. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something that I feel a lot of people hold inside and they feel that they can't share that because they're going to be judged. You're always going to be judged, but I feel when you are talking to somebody that allows you to be vulnerable with them, they want to share their fears as well.
0: Yeah. It creates connection. Vulnerability creates connection as Brené Brown would say.
1: Yeah. Journaling my gratitudes has significantly shifted my life and it's actually, I've learned a lot from you as my partner, because you're amazing at explaining the why to things. And I had a lot of questions around a manifestation and the type of language I had to use for it and how careful I am and what I'm saying to the universe and what I'm writing on paper. And that's been a huge part of my life now. And as mentioned, I've been very abundant and 2021 was an abundant year for me. Uh, just in terms of mindset physical and financial and emotional
0: Mm. and what is something that you would recommend to people that has worked for you that you would stop doing what have you said like no more to
1: read the room read the room make sure that you're welcoming the conversation and that that person is in the same vibration to be talking about it and if they're the right person to be talking about because as we said earlier there's boundaries to people and that's something that I've set a lot of in the last calendar year and it's changed my life significantly
0: Mm -hmm. okay Well, I just want to say, um, this has been really fun and I'm sure we will be coming back and doing more episodes together again. And, uh. If anything that Jeff shared resonates with you, you can uh, reach out to him. I will add in his Instagram handles into the show notes. And also you can find him uh, on his business is FIGS Mobile Detailing. And for those of you who are local to Vancouver Island, the South Vancouver Island, uh, for anybody who's listening, you can use FIGS 15 and uh, get 15% off for the listeners of this. So he will come to you. Uh, He shows up to your house, brings all the equipment. You get to sit back in your home and come out and have your vehicle or your boat, your RV feel like it's brand new, fresh off the lot. Uh, So we want to offer, extend that out to the listeners of today's episode. And uh, is there anything else that you want to share, babe, before we wrap it up?
1: Really focus on your energy. And what I mean by that is, how you how you show up with yourself and how you give your energy to others
0: yeah you can't you know show up and be negative and expect people around you to be positive you've got to you have to be the example
1: be the example couldn't have said it better myself
0: okay okay Well, thank you everybody for tuning into the first episode of season four. I'm so grateful that you're back here with us again. A reminder that coffee club registration is still open and available. We are doing a 21 day future you challenge. You can join us by heading to www.myalignpurpose.com slash coffee club. We've also got tons of free resources, meditations, challenges, workbooks, so many things available to you. Uh, if you just head to mylinepurposecom slash resources, that's all there. Uh, the doors are closed currently for platinum registration, but you can get in touch with us if you want to get into our next cohort. And there is still time to get in on our retreat at Sparkling Hill, the Aligned Retreat, which is happening the last weekend of May at this luxurious resort in Vernon, British Columbia. And if you're curious about anything else, then you know where to find us. Connect at mylinepurpose.com or mylinepurpose.com. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, My Align Purpose. Okay. Thanks everyone. And this has been a great TGIM episode. Thank goodness. It's Monday. It's been a mindset edition and it has been with my fiance, Jeff, and we have been talking all about how to cultivate your happiness by shifting your mindset.